The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, brother from another mother, Mr. Jason Koopsick. What is up, Playboy? It's been a while. It's been a while since I could... I don't even yeah. know. Like, snuggle my Koopsick... <laughs> Uh, it's been we haven't put out an episode since you were here. I know it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I blame myself. I blame you too. I it really is my fault. So like, <laughs> like no, nah, that's pretty much it right there, guys. Pretty much it. So what's up, my friend? Oh, just so we have. I have a bit. It's not brand new news, but it's new news for the ectoplasm show. We haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. I uh, had to cancel Paracon. Yeah. We knew this when we were recording at Big Rip, actually. I knew that day that we weren't, but I didn't have a chance to announce it, so we didn't talk about it. But, yeah, yeah, so. It's kind of a kick in the pants. Yep. Yeah. We had a a later date for it. Yeah. But, um, it. I don't think it was going to happen on that date either. Honestly, I don't oh, see yeah. how it could have. That makes sense. Especially, it's been, what, two and a half weeks since we recorded then. Probably close to three. And yeah, I think closer. To shut everything down again in certain areas. Planet Comic Con, which is a much bigger event, of course, than, than Paracon. They announced today that they're not doing anything until... 2021 as I well saw i saw that too i got um, an email or whatever but yeah yeah so that is what it is but <sighs> um yeah, yeah i mean we'll see what happens i do have ideas for some stuff for some stuff and things for stuff and things um i love it yeah yeah that's good that's good um so to bring up something so last year at maybe it was two years ago at planet comic-con we had an after party at big rip mm-hmm. with some of the sofa king boys from pod belly yeah and el yucateca was also there and we are now sponsored by El Yucateco. What up? Yeah, they. Uh, uh, you haven't had a chance to try their stuff yet. Not right? yet, not yet. But I am. Uh, I'm anxiously awaiting. Anxiously I'm going to get you that. Uh, if you lived closer, you'd have it already. Yeah, for I'd be sure. Sitting with you while we record. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's. Uh, you know, it's great. So I've used it plenty of times. I actually posted a picture on some social media two weeks ago when I went camping. I used it on my breakfast. Oh, dude, and, nice. Like, what did you I have for breakfast? Yeah, I purchased a pack on Amazon that has many bottles of several of their flavors, and I take them when I go hiking and camping and, and stuff like that. So that's cool. I can just add it to any anything that i have and so we got some el yucateco stuff in the mail today yeah and i'm it's at my house josh i'll get some to you soon yeah that'd but be great i figured we'll do an el yucateco ectoplasm show giveaway yes of some of that stuff now there is i took a photo of what we're giving away and there is a like a 16 ounce plastic cup in there sweet um sunglasses 
black sunglasses, like Ray-Ban style. They're not Ray-Bans, but the Ray-Ban style sunglasses. Very cool. A couple of like lapel pins that are sauce bottles Ooh. of their green and red flavors. Uh, there's a koozie nice. for your cup or your beer can. Yes. There's four El Yucateco Teco stickers. They're all different. And there's an El Yucateco King of Flavor recipe book. Holy crap. Plus, you'll also be getting some Big Rip stickers. Yes. And some Ectoplasm Show stickers. Love it. So you have to listen to the end of this episode to know how to enter, though. At the end of the episode, I will tell you how you enter. Look, you it's... will not see the rules of how to enter online. You have to listen to the episode. You have to listen to this full episode. I guess you could fast forward. You could fast end. forward, or you could just listen to what I'm about to say right now. All Koopsik's yeah. going to ask you to do is send nudes. That's it. Like, it's just no, like... no. I'll give out your phone number for that. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Shit. <laughs> Amazing, guys. No, it's really yeah, I'd like cool, to though. Thank El Yucateco for yes. you know, giving us a chance. Yeah, for and sure. It's going to be great. Hopefully, this you is guys the start should go of a try their friendship. stuff and definitely enter our giveaway so you could show off their stuff as well. Hell yeah, guys. That'll be sweet. Awesome. So, what else is, uh, what else is new with you, my friend? Nothing. Just working my life away. All. I mean, I think I'm probably having the same experience as a lot of people in 2020. Mine's actually, I know that my situation's better than a lot of people's. Yeah. No, I get I'm it. I'm still it. working. I never actually stopped working. And, um, and it's but, a blessing. I mean, yeah, for sure. I, you know, uh, the problems that I have are just like, you know, it sucks, but it's not like I've lost a couple of vacations. I lost my event for the year. Yeah. And yeah. it could be worse. So. You know, that's just it, bro. I was like, honestly, at the end of the day, we're still breathing. You know what I mean? Like, God damn it. Like, we're still here. We're still doing it. We're we are tenacious enough to make it through this. <laughs> like, we really are. Um I don't know, man. Like, it's been weird. That's for sure. Like, I've had, I mean, just in the last week, I've had two very close, uh, you know, I've had two friends pass away. Um, it's freaking very odd times. Very, very odd times. That is for sure. Um, but, yeah. So, we have that going on. And we've got uh, the cases, like you said, are going up, you know, in all these different areas um, I've got a buddy that works in Omaha, Nebraska, and he works at an urgent care, and they do the testing there as well. And he said, I think it was just yesterday alone, there was over 20 people that came in and tested positive um, for COVID. And even during like the first wave, it wasn't anything close to that, like the, the most you know, busiest day that they saw was only like five or six, you know, for, so for them to be at 20, it's like, holy crap. Like what's going on here? Um, I don't I know, know, man. A friend of the ectoplasm show tested positive today. I saw this. I believe we're yeah. talking about the same person. I saw this on Facebook. Feel terrible for the guy. Um, I mean, shit. I uh, saw it on Snapchat and I messaged him and he's, home they sent him home so that's yeah yeah she said yeah. he's just sick so it's terrible man it's uh i don't know like the way i look at it is you know like the history books are gonna be writing about this uh it, it i don't know it's still an interesting time to be alive like we are we're living history right now like we really are it's just weird it's just fucking weird because we don't know we don't know what's going on. So, and I still think we don't really have a full grasp on what's going on. And that's what makes it scary. But speaking of like scary, I found some stuff, buddy. Yeah. I found some stuff. <laughs> Get this shit. Um, an island power company hires an exorcist to drive out ghost from a farmstead. Now, apparently this was, uh, in Iceland. So it says, plans to demolish a farmstead in Iceland 
had to be put on hold so that an exorcist could visit the scene and eradicate sinister spirits believed to be lingering at the location. Um, They said initially what had happened uh, was a great fog rose up from the ground and the dog, a dog, excuse me, disappeared into the fog. This then upset all the cattle that were around. Um, This priest said, I went into the cow shed and it was like I had been splashed in the face with icy water. He felt a hand on his shoulder and heard a voice tell him to be calm. Now, sounds evil. <laughs> it's like it's like the only thing that goes through my brain, right? Is like when you know, like an alien comes out of a ship, right? Like yeah. Mitch, like Mitch back here, right? Mitch comes out of his spaceship. And he holds his. Oh, Mitch has air. He has a little bit of air in him. You know, I inflated him last night, so I mean, he's he's kind of deflating at this point. He was point, really flat. He when was, I was pretty. Up there. Yeah, he was pretty flat. But if Mitch were to come out of his spaceship here, right, and cruise down the stairs, and then say, you know, I come in peace, you know, something like that, like I come in peace. I'm here to spread kindness and light and all that. It would be like. We would freak out still, and we would still shoot poor Mitch over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We would. That's like when somebody says, yeah, be calm. You're just going to freak out more, right? Of all the shit that you don't say to people to de-escalate a situation, it's be calm. <laughs> don't tell me to calm down. So what happened? Did he? No, did that's he it. That's the whole it? damn oh. story. Yeah, they had to bring him in. Um, but yeah, that was it. It was the whole story. Just amazing, though. Just amazing. That story sucks. Hey! That's not your fault. The story no. sucks. It's it, a cool story, but... The majority... The riot, like, what happened? Like, Yeah, we don't know. Like, the majority see, of these articles, I don't know exactly who writes all of these articles. I think the, the you know, the minister do, or whatever doing the exorcism is the one that's supposed to be doing the commanding. It sounds right. like... But why finish the story, but be calm? And then it's like, and then? Like, what did you do after that, pal? But yeah, I don't know. I don't know, bud. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I got a story. Yeah, let's do it. um, It's a continuation of several (sighs) things that, you know, of several episodes. Okay. Then treasure photos released. Okay. Let's do this. Now, um, for those of you guys that don't know, this was... God, how long ago now has this been? Well, we they it, they had found it. or uh, they, yeah, they, they announced that they had found it. Right. On, it was three weeks ago, because we talked about it on the last episode. Yes. When we recorded. Yes. And we, uh, my general consensus was that, uh, that they just said it was found for legal reasons but, <laughs> oh yeah 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 i remember that um which still could be the case so nearly two weeks after forrest finn announced that someone had found the cache of riches so this article was from a week and a half ago uh the eccentric art dealer has finally released a series of photographs showcasing the elusive treasure news that the nearly decade-long hunt had come to an end swept over the community of yeah. searchers like a tidal wave and with many people who had spent a considerable amount of time and money on the ch- chase, expressing skepticism about the story, and in some cases whether or not there really was a treasure in the first place. Anyways. Right. Ben likely squashed a great deal of speculation this week when he provided three photographs of the treasure to blogger Dahl Neitzel. The first image, which shows an open box slightly caked in mud and containing a variety of gold coins was described by the author as the chest taken non, not long after it was discovered. And do, I am looking at it. It looks like a wooden box with a metal shell. Oh. But the other, the, the first photo, and then the second photo, the box looks completely different, but... Um, anyways, another photo features Finn sitting at a table poring over the contents of a rather ornate box with the caption, removing objects to the chest. Now, what I don't get is yeah. why is Finn in the photo with the box? That's got to be from before, right? Correct. That's what I would 
kind of assume here, right? Yeah, it says it is darker than it was 10 years ago when I left it in the ground and walked away. But why would he, like, they, they said it was some guy from the Northeast that found it. That's what I thought. And brought it back with him. So unless Finn flew out there to open it with him. Uh, the third image seen here, let me that. click on that real quick. Um, it's just more pictures of the contents. Oh, it's Finn wearing a bracelet. Okay. Uh, shows him wearing a bracelet that has become somewhat <clears throat> famous in Finn treasure hunt lore. That's because the art dealer had said on multiple occasions in the past that he hoped that whoever found, whomever found the riches would return the sentimental item to him. There's curious detail about the he went out himself and got this. It's kind of if it, it was ever like. anywhere. It kind of kind of seems that way. Because so this isn't three, this isn't an interview with a person who actually discovered said treasure then, right? No. Uh beyond those three photos, Finn shared just a tad more information concerning the individual who solved the mystery saying, "The treasure chest was found by a man I did not know." And did not communicate with since 2018. What? So, that, so the guy found it in 2018 and let him know that it was found in 2018. Maybe but we reported on it at the beginning of this year. That's what I as thought. As people were still looking for it, right? So maybe in 2018, this gentleman contacted Finn and said, "Hey, I'm wanting to find this." Or maybe he found it. So it says he went on to write that the finder wants me to remain silent, and I always said the finder gets to make those calls. So he's saying that the person that found it told Finn not to tell people it was found. Oh, I see. That's weird, though, to me. I don't know. It says most people, it says in the article that most people that follow, that have been following this, don't find it credible. That he probably either. One, if it was ever out there in the wild, he went and got it himself. Yeah. Or he just found a dirty box and put some stuff in it to it's kind of what I'm uh, make it seem like it was a real thing to begin with. Kind of what I'm wondering. I don't know, pal. Do you believe this? I don't. I, uh, I think it's horse apples. Bunch of horse I, apples. I mean, I... I don't know if I believe it was ever a thing to begin with, but if it was, I don't believe that. But to what end? Like, what happened with but, it? But why even put out? I mean, just to get what press? I mean, is that the only reason? As like, are you that I, bored? As far as I know, and I haven't like really dug into this guy. Yeah. But what did he gain from it? That's so what I can I see know. If, if you know if I was. If I was in the position, you know, worth millions of dollars or whatever, I might put something out there fun for people to do and find. And it, it might be even worth some money, uh, but I would want it. To, I wouldn't want it to last ten years or whatever it is. Yeah. Because what you know, what would be the excitement in that? It it would be something where I, I would set up a treasure hunt that maybe would last six months at most yeah and then if nobody found it then sorry i'm going back and getting it (laughs) i would you know this guy just he did have a series of clues but they were all innocuous clues that could be any location so sure if i don't know i i don't see the fun in it for him and i don't see what he would have gotten out of it I think he's just bored because how old is this guy? How old is this Finn? He looks like he's in his 80s. So maybe he's bored. Or 70s. Maybe he's senile and bored. I don't know. It's just weird, bro. It's freaking weird. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Yeah, you are. All right. Good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. Let me look here. I had another one that I found. <laughs> this was interesting because it's called it's it's titled Six Monsters That May Actually Exist. Oh. 
Right. And I was like, oh, my God, like this is good stuff. Um, and there's some things in here that I didn't realize either. So it says monsters are monsters are monsters. Big, small, hairy, slimy, thinned, clawed, two legs, four legs, or none. Unknown to the world except to those who encounter them, or are they unknown? Some common animals were once myths. The giant panda was considered a folk story told by locals but dismissed by Western science until German uh, zoologist Hugo Wiegold saw one in 1916. See, I didn't realize this. I didn't know that. Um, The North American wood bison was uh, considered uh, extinct until the population of 200 was stumbled upon in Alberta, Canada in 1957. This is really cool stuff, but <clears throat> what they're talking about here, still places on Earth um, that have never been tread on by human feet. Let's see what could be out here. Let's see. Six monsters that may actually exist. Sea monsters. Which this terrifies me too, by the way. <laughs> I'm scared of so much. Oceans are the kind of big... That's hard to visualize. 71% of the Earth is ocean, and although most of it has been satellite mapped, it's estimated that 95% of our waters haven't been explored. Now, isn't that staggering? 95% of our waters have yet to be explored. Are we, they talking about the the ground? Underneath? See, and that's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering, right? So it says we simply don't know what kind of life is down there. Now, when Norwegian adventurer Thor Hydrahal and colleagues sailed their balsa wood raft from Peru to Polynesia in 1947, they saw sea life that they couldn't explain. Uh, He wrote in his book about the journey, the Contiki Expedition, um, by raft across the South Seas, that some nights, quote, Balls of light three feet and more in diameter would be visible down in the water, flashing at irregular intervals like electric lights turned on for a moment. Um, Jesus Christ. So what were these lights? Were they part of the great unknown? Um, That to me right there, bud, that sounds like those underwater aliens. You know what I'm saying? Like that right there. Sounds like underwater aliens. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so it says anything can come from our oceans. The Kraken, uh, the Megalodon, the living, a, a live, living plesiosaur, Cthulhu, uh, anything. The giant squid, which grows up to 43 feet long, wasn't photographed until 2004. And we apparently need to throw out more nets. I can you imagine, like, running into something like that? Let's say you're just like out on a shrimp boat. <laughs> you run across like a freaking megalodon, a, a plesiosaur, something of this like, even a giant squid. What are you gonna do? It's bigger than your boat. What are you gonna do? What 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 else? I mean, what is there to do? After you clean your freshly beshitted pants, what are you Why going clean? to do? What's the point? <laughs> Maybe they'll smell the fecal matter and it'll be a deterrent. Maybe you pooping yourself saves your life. A seasoning. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> uh, this here says the... The thylacine. I I don't know if I've heard of a thylacine. I've heard of it. I can't. I don't know what it is. I'm, so it like, says I can't a picture uh, off the top of my uh, head, but I've heard the name. It's either a Tasmanian wolf or a Tasmanian tiger. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I I know what they're talking about. Yeah, a carnivorous marsupial native to Australia, uh, Tasmania, and New Guinea first appeared. Let's see here. million to 23 million years ago. Interesting. But they say, like, basically it's been extinct. I don't even know. I don't even know. It says the last Tasmanian tiger 
died in the Hobart Zoo on Monday, September 7th of 1936. But that may not have been the last of this thylacine. There have been hundreds of sightings in Australia and Tasmania since that supposed last one died. In 2015, Greg Booth and his father, Joe Booth, encountered what they claim was a thylacine while bushwalking. It seemed to be the real deal. They shot grainy video, fucking naturally, of the beast with a cub and showed it to thylacine researcher Rico Richardson. Quote, I don't think it's a thylacine. I know I know it's a thylacine. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. That's unquote. Uh says, the thylacine exists, and I want nothing more than for the species to survive and its welfare looked after. Um, now, this is something interesting and right up your alley, my friend. But the, the third thing here on this list is little people, which I know we've talked about mm-hmm. constantly. Um, the Wampanoag Indians of Massachusetts have long shared stories of the Pukwudgie, uh, these are the three-foot-tall people with large noses and ears. Uh, they were jealous of the Wampanoag and took their jealousy out by playing pranks, stealing uh, children, Jesus Christ, and burning villages. So it's more than just pranks, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, very, very interesting stuff. There, The Sioux, Omaha, and Oto Indians of South Dakota once feared... S- uh, Spirit Mound, a 1,280-foot-tall uh, hill that is the highest point on the Great Plains with 100, within 100 miles, excuse me. Two-foot-tall people they called little devils lived within the mound and would come out to war with the tribes, killing many with magical arrows. Ooh. The story so impressed explorers, uh, Meriwether Lewis and William Clark, um, that they detoured their expedition to search for the little devils. They didn't find any. Otherwise, we probably would have read about it. (laughs) I don't know, bud. I I know numerous times you have talked about going out and uh, maybe finding something like this. Yeah, I actually, I I have, so... I think it was the f- third year of the conference, fourth year, fourth yes. year of the conference. There was a speaker that wrote a book on little people, specifically in the Ozarks. Very interesting. Very he, interesting. Yeah, on the cover of the book, he has a photo of what he claims is a rock carving of a little person in Native American dress with a long headdress and I for a while have wanted to go out and find it because he actually had he had provided a it's not written in the book but he provided a little printout strip yes with directions of how yes. to find it which is freaking amazing by the way so I've um, been wanting to get out there and and look for that yeah what about flying dinosaurs my friend flying dinosaurs like a pterodactyl? Or, yeah, like pterosaurs, uh, various species of flying dinosaurs that had wingspans from 10 inches to 43 feet uh, died in the Cretaceous uh, extinction. But it says it does say here the pterosaur may not have perished. Living pterosaurs have been reported from Spain, the Philippines, Indonesia, the Netherlands, Australia, New Guinea, Africa, and South America, and why not? Many beasts survived the extinction. Alligators, frogs, birds, turtles. Um, Why not pterosaurs? So let's look at a few sightings from the United States, it says. Three, (laughs) I can only imagine this scene. Three elementary school teachers from San Antonio, Texas, drove home from a conference in 1976 when a lizard-skinned creature soared over their car on bat-like wings that were about 20 feet across. The teachers all described it as a pterosaur. Teachers should know. In 1982, a woman in Arkansas, a little closer to home here, Laura Dean is her name, drove to the store when a huge gray leathery monster with bat wings flew over her car. According to the Christian County Headliner News, the creature's head had a crest, claws, and the tips of its wings 
uh, and a rhombus-shaped tail. The beast was about the size of her pickup. There have also been sightings in Hawaii, North Carolina, New Mexico. Interesting. And then, of course, they get into everybody's favorite cryptid, Bigfoot. You know. And we talk about Bigfoot. We talk about Bigfoot all the time. To hell with him. Like, we talk about him all the time. But, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Me, personally, like, I just watched uh, the other day with the kids. I just watched Jurassic Park. And I thought... I thought to myself, like, because I always do this. I always put myself in, like, the, the situation. I'm like, what would you do? Like, what would you do in this situation other than poop yourself, right? And I don't know, man. Like, seeing something like that, I mean, you're not really necessarily in any danger, it would seem. Like, it's just kind of swooping around and you're observing this. I I don't know what I would do, man. I don't know. Nowadays, though, everybody has like a camera in their pocket. They could potentially take some video of this thing if they could. If they could get close enough. Like, I would at least try, right? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how long it's in the sky, of course. Yeah, it's true. But it's it's hard. Um, you know, there's a reason if these why these things, and UFOs, UFOs are showing up more in video and film yeah. and photos than before. They're yeah. just usually light. Because, I mean, anybody that knows, that tries to pull out their phone in the dark and take a photo of anything knows that it's not very good. Like, right. You have to have a decent, you know, handheld DSLR camera with the right settings and the right kind of lens to get any kind of night shot of anything in the sky. Sure. Um, so, but I would say it's also true for these creatures because if they're, if they're just flying through, unless you're out on an open plane, they're probably going to be gone before you can pull the thing out of your pocket. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I don't know, pal. I don't know. I saw a UFO. When? Wait. Yeah. I I read about this somewhere. Did I read this on Facebook or something? I did. I posted on Facebook about it. All right. I did really talk about it on the post i did in the comments a little bit did it scare um, you too much you just didn't want to talk about it no i just um no i'll talk about it but <laughs> it was after our last episode it was just two two weeks ago okay um so lately we we've been wanting to go out and look for ufos we'll go out sky watching we'll drive out of town somewhere where there's not so much light pollution i have a light a couple light pollution maps that I use to know where to go. And this is the second time we've gone out the first time, you know, you see it it, right after sunset, you see a ton of, you know, satellites and stuff like that. And we know what those look like. And we, you know, we're, we're aware of those. So we're not worried about, or we're not thinking those are UFOs, but last or two weeks ago, well, a week and a half ago, we went out to southern Kansas to a spot, uh, a town called Virgil, Kansas. And it was a spot on the the light map that it was the clearest. So we could see the, um, then the moon was down. So we wanted to go on a night where the moon was not coming up and blanketing out the sky. Yeah, makes sense. Um as well. So the moon was down, we could see the Milky Way and we were watching all these satellites. It was probably an hour after sunset is maybe two. It's close to eleven. Um by the time and we saw this string and this all happened within ninety seconds of each other. Wow. We saw this string of and it wasn't Starlink, but we saw this string of satellites moving across the sky and they weren't all in a line but they were all traveling at the same speed and heading in the same path. There was five of them. Ooh. And, you know, one a couple were following each other, and there was a couple split off, but they were all heading in the same direction. Yeah. A flash, a, blight, a bright flash happened from one of them. Jesus. And Just from one of them. Just... I mean, yeah, it didn't light up the ground or anything like that, but from our perspective... It flat like it was like a like a camera flash. What? But I've never seen. I mean, it, it's possible that 
you know, the sun glinted off something just right. Maybe. We all saw the flash. Um, it didn't light up around it. It was like we could see the flash coming down through the atmosphere, kind of. Yeah. It was a weird effect. And then two of the two of the dots in the sky. I'm going to call them UFOs because they weren't yeah. satellites, in my opinion. They dead stopped. They dead just stopped. stopped. And the other ones just kept traveling past those. Dude. And it wasn't like a slowdown stop. It was a dead stop. That's insane. And then two of them, or the other, the other, no, one of them sped up past them. And it was traveling slower. So there was two that stopped and three that were still moving. So two of the three were still moving past the other two that had stopped. One of them within the pack that was still moving started to speed up and started passing the other two. Interesting. And, you know, I know that satellites can be controlled and moved around, but they don't do dead stops. And they don't speed up and slow down at that rapid of rate. No. And, you know, when, when to anybody that's not really in the field or interested in ufos they're just dots in the sky it's not too impressive to to if they if somebody you know were to try to picture it in their mind but it, it was we had the flash of light and yeah. then two of the ufos stopped a few like 30 seconds later and then the other ones went past while one of them sped up wow it was it was odd that's amazing and then we had some um, activity on the ground. On the ground, uh, yeah. It was like it was, so. This was this. All of that happened within about thirty seconds of itself. But then, forty-five seconds to a minute after that, Larry saw a shadow person standing next to him that uh. made him jump. Like we were all sitting in like our camping chairs. We stopped in the middle of a road, a farm road. And we just pulled off the side, and we were sitting in the middle of the road looking up. And we were watching this, and there was a guy standing next to me. There's four of us out there, and three of us were sitting down. Larry was kind of in the middle. All of a sudden, he looks over, and there's a shadow guy standing next to him. I would have lost it. Nobody else saw it. He said it disappeared quickly. Yeah. But then, like 20 seconds, 30 seconds later... I saw a weird shadow on the other side of his car. What? That I wasn't looking directly at it. I don't know if it was a shadow like person shaped like a person. Yeah. But I definitely saw a fleeting, fleeting shadow move behind his car. And there was no wind. There was no clouds. There was no sun. There was no moon. Shit. We, we were all sitting still. Dude, this is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, we had that experience. We stayed for another 30 to 45 minutes, and we were th- four hours away, so then we decided to drive back. Sure. Dude. Or we were like three hours away. But At least we... it uh, gives you something to talk about on the way home, though, right? Jesus. Like, well, would, uh... Larry fell asleep. I had to drive. <laughs> he almost killed us. <laughs> Come on, Larry. Damn it. Uh, he had to work. He got up at like three or something that day. Oh, dude, he goes hard. I swear to God, he does. It's crazy. But yeah, so we plan on going out again the next night that it's going to be clear. Yeah. The moon's going to be down. And, um, yeah. Well, I would Looking say I would love to. I would love to go with you, but. Yeah. yeah. What sucks is there's no real way to film that. We could film our reactions, refilm ourselves, but I don't. I don't know what we saw could be picked up on a camera. I could film it. I could pick it up. So yeah. you need me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, th- this could be the start. This is, you know, going to be the start of getting you abducted. <sighs> I was out there. They flashed me. I'll flash it too. It'll be fine. Uh, just to let me know that I'm on the right. <laughs> path to getting you abducted <laughs> like keep up the good work buddy we're almost there <laughs> to be honest i mean yeah it, it looked very similar to my first ufo experience really 
But, I mean, that's in, any satellite looks like that. It was just my first UFO experience. It was zipping around the sky doing maneuvers and weird things like zigzags across the sky. Right, which, you, I mean, you see something like that, and it's not, I mean, a satellite doesn't really behave like that. It can't behave like that. And that was actually in the same region. We were just maybe two hours west of where I saw that first ufo all those years ago so did you immediately after like witnessing this did it immediately kind of take you back to to that original we were all we all saw it yeah we all saw it from the beginning because um you know there were so many of them moving at once because usually it's just one maybe two in the in the same region moving yeah but this was five different points of light moving in the same general direction and then all that other shit happened That's and nuts. i mean i it happened so fast i can't say that i thought about the first one but it, i mean it definitely you know thought about it later is the same kind of thing wow that is pretty impressive shit though that's amazing stuff bro now hey let's take a little break and hear a word from some buddies of ours, and then we will come right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you removed the alien anal probe out of the story, and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, peeps, we are back. Round two, ectoplasm show. Mam and Jamis. Remember to listen to the end of the episode so you can figure out how to win the El Yucateco stuff. Absolutely. This will be fun. Again, just send nudes. And it'll be fine. It'll be fine. God. Whatever. Did you find anything else interesting, my friend? I did. I found a couple <clears throat> of things. So Cool. We were just talking about UFOs. Yes. And um, I found another video, and I'll share the video on our Facebook page where we could talk about it. Yeah. A cluster of UFOs spotted in Houston. Oh, wow. Okay. So lots of, I mean. So, I found a cluster of UFOs spotted in Miami. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, so yes. actually, there's a reason why, and I think we mentioned it on the last episode. There's a reason why. I decided to go out and look for UFOs. It's because the sightings are going through the roof. People reporting yeah. UFO sightings is on the rise massively. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the antecedent behind that? Like, what is what is the point or the purpose I, behind I, all that? Honestly, I I would I would think or I think it's probably a cycle, yeah, um, that comes and goes. I. I don't. I don't want to personally read anything into it. I, tr- you know, I like the theories. 
I still wouldn't be surprised if we get some kind of UFO false flag or something soon. I think that's still a possibility for 2020, even 2021. I can, you know, we've talked about that before. Yeah. What and the fuck? The but like signs that might be leading up to something like that. One second here, God damn it. <laughs> I, I think the whole Tom DeLong and, and uh, I think everything is connected, and the the fact that they, you know, the but, the Pentagon acknowledged some videos. Yeah, that's huge. It, is a Huge. big fucking deal yes. and, I th- and I don't think it's for the reason that they just don't know and want to let us know that they don't know no no um I guess so like I can't my, think my of only... any motivation behind it other yeah. than they want to release some kind of technology that looks like that and set us up to so ease us into it that it's but actually see... human technology and I get it, man. But like, let's talk. Let's talk false flag for just a second, then, okay? So, like, okay. if we if we have some kind of a false flag operation, and it appears as if aliens have landed, they've made contact in some way, something is going on, right? And the entire world is plugged in to this. Now, a false flag would then kind of insinuate that then something else is going on behind the scenes that we're not privy to, right? What the hell would that be? Well, like so what's bigger? What is bigger than aliens? Flags. But what's bigger than aliens is what I'm saying. You Just know what I mean? Control over people. Uh, there's yeah. different kinds of false flags. There's false flags to cover something else up, and there's false flags just to get, gain more control over the population. Which uh, that would probably do it. Would it not? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, and I know that, you know, for the most part, this is still, this is just seen as, um, you know, conspiracy theory, even though that conspiracy theory seems to be more readily accepted. We've kind of gone backwards in the last month on people readily believing conspiracy I, I don't know if I'm wording that right, but we've kind of you, we've kind of taken a, a, the community and people outside the community have kind of it's they believe in the possibility, but only if it doesn't go against what they believe in. Correct. Which is is not I don't know. I feel like it's trending towards that. Whereas beginning of 2020. Up until March and April, it was trending towards more opening your mind up yeah. and and not believing what you're seeing, where now it's kind of, well, you know, we're going to believe this as long as it doesn't contradict what I already believe. But I think that every, you know, if I take a, you know, an intelligent look, an unbiased look of the things that we've been through in the last year, yeah, it seems like it's the the steps are getting larger the what's happening in the world is more divisive in, than ever and we're more we're we're told you know to we're more divided than we ever were before yes everybody not everybody that's a big generality but everybody is afraid of everybody right now and i actually don't think it's and i've mentioned this on the show i don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks it is i I think that there's a lot of people drinking the kool-aid so to speak sure and there's there's an old saying i don't know exactly how the saying goes but um i guess i'll just make the saying on my own then um I don't even remember how it goes, but it had to do with the world, the media, the powers that be want you to think that your neighbor is what you've been told they are on TV when really, if you just go and talk to them, they're exactly like you. Exactly. And they feel like you. And and if that's the case, 75% of the people in this world or more all feel the same way that you do. 
are not the enemy according to what you're being told. Right. But people don't get out there anymore. People don't go out and talk to people or meet new people or talk to people. They're just <clears throat> they're just going along with what they're told is wrong with the world. Yeah, it makes yes, sense, though. terrible things in this world. There are terrible people in this world. There are people that should not be doing what they're doing, with you know, no matter what it is. Yeah. But that yeah. is not the norm. That is not... No, it's, and I, I totally... I like that. I respect that. And honestly, like, I'm kind of living proof of that. Just like, look at how many people come in and out of Malvern Manor here in a week, in a month, in in a year, whatever. I'm the majority of those people I am meeting personally. I'm shaking their hands or fist bumping nowadays or elbow bumping nowadays or whatever. But I'm meeting them. I'm having conversations with them. And you're absolutely right. It's like if people would just set aside the petty bullshit for a moment and realize how how similar we all really are, um, it's it's staggering. It really is. Um, we all want the same things. We want to live a decent life. We want to provide for our families. We want a, a good paying job. We want you know a, a reliable vehicle. We want X, Y, and Z. But we all want basically the exact same thing take everything else out of the equation and that's it you're absolutely right pal and most people don't hate other people no fuck no no absolutely not nobody like that no like people i meet or whatever wouldn't just willfully wish something bad upon anybody else just for the hell of it no people aren't like that i really truly believe people are not like that No, I do think that there's, I think, so, I think there's going to be a large political swing back because it always goes back and forth. I don't want to get too deep into politics. I know that I've skirted around it in this conversation a little bit, but. Don't go too deep. There's, no, I'm not. <laughs> but there's, 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 there's swings in every, you know, back and forth between whatever directions you might feel there are out there right now it seems to be really pushing in one direction on certain things and i know that that's just what the box tells you is going on right but there's there's going to be a big swing back in the other way and i don't necessarily think i think that that will also be as bad as this it'll just be different i would agree yeah i it's just it was it's all programming and the what got us into this conversation to begin with is i think we're programmed we've been programmed over a lifetime but i think the last year is there's some and even i guess it'd be the last five years there's some specific programming going on with ufos that hasn't come to a head yet yeah there's got to be in my mind a reason and not that like not even that Tom DeLong has this reason or is this reason or is there's there's got to be a reason for what happened with Tom DeLong and wh- why he was able to put out what he was yeah why he got the money that he did why it was nothing compared to any other government budget correct why the the wow that's weird <laughs> Did you just make everything blurry except for you? I did. Yeah. I didn't know I if mean, it there, would there's work. There's got to be a reason for the the dots I'm seeing that I'm connecting. Yeah. And I think I think it wouldn't surprise me. So what so if the, if you wanted the biggest false flag ever to control the most people, what there's a few things, but what is something that would affect the entire world? And not just like a bombing on a side of a street or a terrorist attack somewhere. Sure. It would be a UFO or alien invasion or <laughs> an asteroid even or um you know super volcano going off. Oh my god. Like that. that freaks me out. You still get a I think it very me. easily, you know, 
evacuate Yellowstone and set a bunch of fires in there to make it look like it's about to go off and then tell everybody, you need to stay home. Yeah, everybody stay put. Oh, God. I don't know, but it's weird, though. I just... I don't necessarily see it coming to an end, though, and that's what's weird to me, is I really don't see it stopping anytime soon. You know what I mean? No, and I I, I don't want to get into whether or not COVID is real or, or all that, but I saw a post yesterday that talked about the possibility of a second swine flu pandemic coming out of China now. Oh, I did see this. Yes, I read about it's this. It's just the like other day. we're going to continue the fear, right? Right. My mind. Just that's all. That's my first thought. Stay scared, guys. Stay scared. That's exactly how they want you. I'm telling you guys. God damn it! And I, I'm just as guilty as this of this. Um, I mean, truth be told, really, like honestly, uh, we were talking. You know, Koopsik and I were talking before the show, and my wife is being tested or has been tested now uh for covid um they suspect she may actually have it i don't know if she has it obviously we'll find out tomorrow but it's like looking at i mean it's just oh fuck it's so weird it's like yeah i know people that have contracted this i know god at least a dozen people now that have contracted this I don't know anybody personally that has. Oh, is that right? It, but I know, oh no, I don't know but, anybody that's passed away from this. I know people that know people that have been yeah. um, diagnosed uh, or have been told that that's what they died of. I right. mean, yeah, I've I I know. Excuse me, I've met a few people now that have loved ones that have passed due to complications because of COVID. It's weird, man. It's weird, weird stuff. I just feel like if it... It's so weird. I just feel like everybody had an expectation of what a pandemic was supposed to be. Millions of bodies in the streets, and the death rate just doesn't seem to be there. I get it. And I I don't know where... At what point... Do you just let it run its course? Yeah. I oh, do. I we. Wish, I wish now, I had the answers. Yeah, and who knows what's really going on out there? All we see is what we're told is going on out exactly. there, which always seems to have some form of agenda behind it, no matter what that is. It's just you know, there's all this. Um, what I've seen. And I don't know if this is actually, you know, seen by the people over in Europe, but yeah. there's a lot of anti-American stuff coming out of Europe at the moment because they feel our response to COVID was not good. I've but I don't know that if too. that's how the people over there actually feel or if that's just how we're told they feel. I don't know. And I that's do exactly have... what we were just talking about with our neighbors. <laughs> Yeah, that's we're true. Just, it's just what we're told <laughs> the the world feels about us. I mean, I could get into it. Like, I have, I've had numerous conversations now. I have a good buddy um, who lives in Denmark, and he was our foreign exchange student. So it was my junior year. He comes over. It would have been then his senior year. Um, but him and I, we, we ended up like starting a band and playing a lot of music together and all this fun stuff. It was great. Um, and so him and I chat uh, fairly regularly or whatever. I, I could get into the different things that he said about America. None of it's good. I mean, he's, I mean, for the most part, they're just kind of laughing at us. How about that? I'll put it that way. They're just kind of laughing at us, really. But is what they know about what's going on exactly. over here coming from a Where source do they get that's their reputable as well? Right, and there's no way to know. There's really no, no way to tell. There's just know. so much. Like, so a friend of mine sent me this link to what seemed to be a New World Order organization 
that looked super official. Oh, did you send up. me this? Did I? I maybe no. I did. Maybe I did forward it on to you. Maybe you did. I don't but remember. But once I dug into it, I found the people that that was behind it. Was it bullshit? And it it just seemed like it wasn't. It yeah. one. It wasn't actually a government website. It was something dot gov dot something else agency. Oh. So that's that's not a government website. Correct. It's a government website is dot gov without anything on the end, and right. it was purchased through GoDaddy a month before. Yeah, yeah. Fuck so that. no, it's, <laughs> I yeah. don't think they're. I don't think they're getting their domains through GoDaddy. And one of the people that they said was going to be a senator senator for this new world order i found on twitter and he's just like a marketing guy out of minneapolis oh shit but so Damn there's it. stuff going around like that so it it see that's why people that need to be at work stuff. that's why people need to go back to work because they're fucking <laughs> bored that's how bored they are yeah. mm-hmm. it's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna call my buddies we're gonna do a conference call and we're going to create this website. <laughs> we're going to freak yeah, a lot of people. That's exactly out. Yeah. what happened. Exactly. Fuck. If we were, if you and I were that bored, we would do some stupid shit like that. I promise. We would do something. We'd try to get me abducted by aliens. <laughs> yeah, that's not. We're not not doing that. We're no, we're not not, not doing that. Right, right, right. No, I get it. We're not doing that because you're scared. I'm not scared. I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared, man. Nobody wants anything. You want to see something really cool? Check this. This is uh, a likeness of me being, well, about to be probed by by aliens. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I think that's perfect. It looks pretty... Pretty spot on, right? I think that right? should be the cover art for our documentary. <laughs> I'm down. I'm totally down. <laughs> totally down with that. Oh my goodness, I love it. Now, hey, let's um, let's talk a little bit here about specifics on uh, on our giveaway and what people yes. need to do. Let's talk. Let's talk shop a little bit here. So it's it's very simple to enter. You just okay. had to have listened to the end of this episode. Done. Which, if you're listening to it, check. I lived it. Yeah, yeah go for <laughs> it. Um, you have to text our text line. Ooh. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. Or you can call in. How yeah, about this? You can. We're do gonna that. do this. Okay. We are gonna get one chance if you text in and you say. Ectoplasm show loves El Yucateco in the text. Ooh. That's all you need to do. Just type that in and text it to 913-730-7255. Or you can call yeah. and leave a message where you say that. Yes. And you'll get two entrants into like the this. drawing for the giveaway. I like it. If you also call, if you call, you say that, and you leave a personal story. Ooh. It doesn't even have to be paranormal, just okay. a story. You'll get five <laughs> entries into the drawing. One time I pooped my pants and then I found $5. <laughs> That's all and you need to say. That's we're going to do this for a month. So Ooh. August 1st, because yes. it's July 1st. It we're is recording July 1st, yes. Episode will go out on July 2nd. But you have a month to do this. I love it. And on August 1st, I'll use a random number generator to draw the winner of the El Yucateco package. And what that is, again, let me pull up my photo because I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. It's a lot that of stuff. It's a lot is, of stuff, guys. Yes. A 16-ounce plastic El Yucateco cup. It says King of Flavor since 1965. Yeah. A pair of sunglasses with El Yucateco on the side of them. They're black, stylish. A couple of lapel pins that are bottles of sauce. They have a red and a green. They'll get four El Yucateco stickers. They're all different. They say stuff like getting sauced since 1968. I love that. I heart hot sauce. Uh, You'll get a El Yucateco koozie for your beer can and a King of Flavor recipe book. For your cocktails and whatever with El Yucateco. You will also get two 
a couple of big rip stickers, and these are good size stickers. I think they're three inch stickers. Yeah, they're big. And you'll get some Ectoplasm Show stickers. Hell yes. I love and it. you can also go over to Podbelly. Damn right. And let them know that Ectoplasm Show loves Eliuteco as well. Hell yes. I love it. <sighs> I love it, buddy. That was good. That was good. You did good there. I did good. You did good. You done did good. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else that we need to say to the good peeps here before we let them go? Rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Do tell that. Tell your friends about our show. Ask them to give a listen to an episode. And tell them about the El Yucateco giveaway. So yeah, absolutely. Well. Have them enter as well. It'd be great. Go to patreon.com and look up ectoplasm show and become a patreon and become a meat mate this episode will be on there on video so yeah you could be a meat mate and we're doing a few special things on there we fell behind because of covid and and whatnot but there is that's right there is some ectoplasm show patreon extensions in there Mm -hmm. already yep and you get some perks for signing up too. Absolutely. I love it. All right, peeps. Well, I think we're going to let you go for now. Um, but God, yeah, I like this episode. I had a lot of fun, bud. A lot of fun. And so, good peeps. I yeah. Don't. I want to cut you off. No, no, no. I, no. And I need to. Um, I need to say something on oh. here. Is it? Is it what I think it is? Just say, <clears throat> oh my god! No, 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 no! It's not that. It's because I dressed up. Is that what no. it is? No, <laughs> because I'm looking dapper. So, what is it? Pal? I've been putting this off <laughs> no for shit. about a month and a half now, and what? I mentioned it on an episode like a month ago, and I keep meaning to have us do this episode. We are going to be doing a Goat Man episode oh, very yes. soon yes. for a listener named Aaron Keith. Yes. Who's patiently waiting because I told him a month ago that it was going to be the next episode. I do we remember did, this. I do remember And this. it's not. So we've done three episodes since then. Fucking and screwed the pooch on that. I don't want to just phone it in for you, Aaron. No. So A-A-Ron. No. Uh, <laughs> We'll, uh, hey, Ron, I we'll like do that. Goatman very soon, I promise. If you Hell guys yes. out there want us to do an episode on anything particular, just ask, and we might get to it at some point in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. Give us something to talk about other than, you know, weird shit that, you know, we find in the in the headlines. But hell yeah. All right, peeps. Well, we are going to let you go. I hope everybody has a great rest of your day or your evening. We will talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out.